Yep. But these are sort of my seven aspects or tips and tricks if you really want to become successful. And that's knowing your why, finding something you're passionate about, getting a mentor, finding a community, having multiple sources of income, creating a routine and knowing what your routine is relative to you. And of course, getting those five hobbies. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning. Good evening, good afternoon. Another lovely Monday, and I'm extremely happy to be back here with the Success Shift. Having to share with you another week of mindset growth and development, all the lessons that I learn over my week. I tell you what, though, my I tell you my learning has been slowing this last couple of weeks with the baby. I was just talking to someone before, and he's just going into his next leap or um, mindset jump or mental growth or whatever you want to call it, but. The book that I'm reading, they call them Leaps. And uh, today he's been a little bit more needy, a little bit more fussy. And he's, he enjoys waking up early again. So that's keeping me with an extra cup of coffee. But I, I love it. I love every second of it. Um, it's an ever-growing venture and I'm learning different things. I'm learning different ways to find perspective. I'm looking at different ways to um, appreciate my day, <laughs> to use my time, to be productive, to not waste time. And it said, it's just a different kind of learning. And it's it's very interesting. I can take a lot from, I think we can take a lot away from the way that babies grow and develop. You just see, like when you're trying, trying to learn to roll over, they just try and try. I think I spoke about this before. They just try and try and try without any really disgruntlement. They just keep going. And they just do because that's all they know. They don't know failure. They don't know. I mean, I think they know frustration a little bit when they're trying something and they can't get it, but they don't know failure. They don't know disappointment. They're just so joyful and um, they can just persist and they grow so damn quickly. It's insane. And I mean, that's what, what they're designed to do. So I'm very grateful for the lessons that I take from him. I'm very grateful for all of you that are showing up consistently on this call. Uh, it really, really does make a difference to me. Um, when I've done calls in the past and you're sitting there on your own sharing podcasts, it's, it's enjoyable and I like it, but it, it adds another vibe when there's a community here that you can engage with, that you can learn with. So I really do appreciate everyone that comes now, a little bit of housekeeping slash me just wanting to share some good news. There will be no call on Thursday because me and my lovely partner will be getting married. So a few loops and jumps you need to make to get the approval of your um, ceremony in Germany and we've got all that done and so Thursday we'll be lucky enough to be spending our day getting married so very excited for that so there'll be no call on the Thursday 
Usually Deanna. Whoopsies. Just dropped a spoon. Usually Deanna um, is with us on Thursday, but she's off for the next few weeks. And uh, just so happens that this Thursday, we just will leave it as is because I'm getting married. <laughs> so that's my good news from the weekend. If you want to share your gratitude in the chat here, we can go through some of the gratitude. I see some of it's already come through, which I love. Good morning. I'll be on the chat only today. That's not a problem. Thanks for being in here. Just add the link in my calendar. That's a good way to do it as well um, for people who are wanting to have easy access to the Zoom link. Grateful for all the teachers in my life and friends that help. And Jake, and all this morning, I am grateful for the lovely weekend I enjoyed. I'm grateful for the feeling of looking forward to the week of learning in the week ahead. It's great. Thanks for all the congratulations. I love it. I am grateful that it's only minus 35.5 here and not minus 36. <laughs> I love the perspective shift there, Mike. That's brilliant. But that is so cold. Man, I can't imagine. You guys have no... You don't have no idea. You can't even go outside right now. It's it's, it's ridiculously cold. But, You're not out there chopping um, wood today, Mike. <laughs> I am not. I try to chop enough for it. I am grateful. I have a lovely partner and wife and best friend who just headed off to work. So lovely. Uh, I'm a very lucky man and I'm very grateful for her. And one more grateful and I'm saying it out loud. I apologize. Perfect. No, it's great. I am grateful that my daughter is here. And my grandkids are here, and we've had a wonderful weekend playing cards and eating great food. And, of course, Grandpa's been working super hard at keeping them warm. <laughs> Very nice. I love it. It's great to have family around. I actually just got told um, this weekend as well that my mum's coming to visit again in April. So I'm very excited for that. It's a very, very lovely feeling. And so I'm happy for you, Mike, that you've got your family there. Nothing better than family, I think, especially in this stage of my life. I'm very, very fond of having family around. So obviously give them a hug, say hello for me, and uh, keep them warm like a good dad. All right. I will definitely do that. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. So I'm so grateful for the group of people who share so honestly and for a warm home in this chilly day. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for sharing. Honestly, every time I run this call in the morning and some mornings I'm well afternoons for me I'm like oh you know I'm a bit all over the place so I'm running to do two things and then I get on these calls with you and just reading through other people's gratitudes like it gets to this point in this call and I've honestly got a big smile on my face it brings me a lot of joy it brings me a lot of happiness and it's just a good way to start your day and I think the more we can do that the more frequently we can find that gratitude with people or on your own it just it changes your mood it shifts your energies it shifts your vibration from whatever it may be more often than not to a positive, happy vibration. And this just can radiate through your whole day and it can change not just your current moment, but that can then lead to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And this compounds idealistically, if you can find gratitude in the morning to such an extent, it can compound all the way through to the afternoon where you can find gratitude again. And this sort of perpetuates day in, day out, putting you in a completely different mood, shall we say, long-term mood. Okay, today I want to share with you a couple of things. I was tossing up what to share today back and forth. Um, and I'm going to start with the my seven, my seven tricks to true success. I've got seven things here which I believe um, are really going to help shape people's success and just 
journey as a whole. And if you can incorporate these seven things, uh, some of which we have spoke about in the past, I think it's a really good base um, to sort of set yourself up for any, and this is in anything, whether it's trading, whether it's business, whether it's just life in general. Um, I feel like looking at these seven things can really help you get ahead of, of the rest. And depending on time, I might then go into uh, the next thing that I want to talk about, which is identity. And I think identity is very, very profound. And I think it comes from, I think it sort of, they kind of interlock these two. You know, if you have the identity of someone who is successful, who is um, accomplished, who is a go-getter, whatever you want to identify yourself as, then doing these things um, becomes easier. But if you maybe identify with yourself, identify as someone who is lazy or struggling or always has hardship, then these things may be um, a little bit harder to implement. But we're going to go with the seven set my seven tricks to true success there's a few things here and we'll just go through them fairly quickly and we'll see where we go from there so the very first thing that i always suggest for people to become successful and we speak about this all the time on my call and that's knowing your why so i'm not going to speak about that too much because i'm sure everyone in this chat understands how important i believe knowing your why is and if you know your why let's chuck a one in the chat if you still don't know your why chuck a two in the chat it's completely fine just gives me an idea of whether or not maybe we should go and revisit this and maybe help some more people dig deeper, dig deeper. And if you uh, maybe know it a bit, but you want to develop more, then just chuck a three in the chat. So we've got a couple of ones coming through. A couple of threes or three. Nice. Okay, cool. All right, so maybe what we'll do, we've got a couple of threes coming in here, so maybe we'll go into knowing your why and digging a bit deeper into that um, a little bit later, maybe next week or starting in the next year. And um, really help people get there because I really honestly believe that knowing your why to a really, really strong level is the number one thing that's going to make you stick to the path that you're on because if you don't know your why, it can be easy to get deterred and change and just go, ah, oh, maybe I'm going to go look for something else. And it's, it's the make or break point that I think true success comes from of, I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm doing it. This is extremely hard. Should I stop? If you know your why strong enough, you go, no, I don't because insert your why. If you don't know, you go, ah, oh, maybe I should. Maybe I'm fooling myself. Maybe I'll, I'll look for something else because maybe, you know, I'm meant to do something else. And changing your mind isn't the end of the world, but making sure that you're not changing just because of challenges or just because of points that are just too much to push through. No matter what we want to do in life, if it's worth something, it's going to be worth fighting for. It's going to be worth the hardship. It's going to be worth the struggles and the not knowing and the pushing through. I'm sure everyone on here who's trading has gotten to a point where they want to quit. I know I have many a time. I've been like, oh, I should not be doing this anymore. I keep doing X, Y, Z. I've gone through a number of times saying this. And then you have to sit and think and go, why am I doing this? Why am I here on the charts? Oh, that's why. So is it worth to keep pushing? Yeah, you know what it is. Let's just get back up, get back on my feet and keep going. So this is why I believe this is the number one important thing. And we have spoke about it a lot, but my number one tip is to know your why. And if you haven't, We'll, we can go into it deeper. Okay, so number two kind of stems from a little bit of a similar concept and find something you're passionate about. 
passionate about. So it's all good knowing your why and knowing why you want to get somewhere. But if you're trying to, I don't know, lug bricks up a hill in order to make it, your passion is going to dive off very quickly. You need to find something you're passionate about, something that gets you going, something that you're excited to tell your friends about, something that you're excited to tell your parents about, something that you're wanting to wake up in the morning, something that you can leave your house at minus 35.5 degrees and go and do, you know, if you have to. Because if you're not passionate about the things you do, your motivation is going to drop off very quickly. And motivation is great at times, but it dwindles, it comes and goes. And how do you keep motivation? By consistency and from passion. So if you're passionate about something, you're going to find that motivation when times are tough. If you're consistent with it, which is easy if you're passionate about it, then you'll see growth and you'll see a change, shall we say, even when you're struggling. And so I think overall, finding whatever it is that you really want to accomplish, it's finding ways to get through the hard times while doing it. And you've heard me, you've heard me speak about this many times as well. Like it's easy to go for a jog in the middle of summer on a 20 degree day when there's friends involved, but getting up uh, in the middle of winter on your own to go for a jog is much harder. But if you want to become a jogger and you want to keep that level of physique and health up and you identify as a jogger and that's who you are, then those are the days that's going to make you, those are the days you're going to get above the rest. Those are the days you're doing the 5% that the 95% of people aren't doing. So know your why, find something you're passionate about. And then get a mentor. Number three is get a mentor. Put a one in the chat if you have tried something and gone, no, I can do this on my own. Ever said those words? No, I can do this on my own. One, one, definitely. Yep. One, 100%. So this is so typical of the mindset of... I guess the people in the nine to five, the people who actually the definition of the schooling system, shall we say, because the schooling system is designed to work it out, get the right answer. There's only one right answer. If not, it's wrong. You know, there's no collaboration. There's no working together. It's you sit down on your own, do your test, get the answers right. And this is so ingrained in us, like from what, six? Is that when you go to school, age six? All the way through till, I mean, even in university, it's the same. You, you get a few group assignments, which is a special thing. But most of it's all on your own. And you do it and you get it right or you get it wrong. If you get it wrong, you get a poor mark, you get graded, you get ranked against everyone else. Of, of course we have that attitude. <clears throat> Excuse me, just got some coffee coming back. <clears throat> of course we have that attitude of I can do it myself. The more you dive down into, especially into entrepreneurship, there are like no millionaires out there who have made it on their own. Yes, there's plenty of them that have started from scratch and built a business and not been given hand-me-downs. But <clears throat> you speak to any high-end boss or high-end entrepreneur or CEO, it's about delegation. It's about finding people who are good at things that you're not good at and getting them to help you. And so getting a mentor is <clears throat> paramount getting a mentor is finding someone <clears throat> who can help you who can guide you who's done it before and there's different levels of mentor you can get a mentor who might be there um, in a personal way who knows you better and can give you personal advice you might get a mentor who's done exactly what you're doing and is going to show you the ropes 
and is going to lead you down the path and guide you through the jungle that they had to go through. You know, <clears throat> you can get a mentor for mindset. You can get a mentor for physics, uh, not physics, for um, physical health. Sorry. But the point is finding someone who's done what you wanting to do and get the guidance. So many people are afraid of asking for help. But it's a lie to say that it's possible to make it to the top without asking for help or without gathering knowledge. You know, we want to speed up our, we are so blessed in this day and age where we can find the information from others and grow from that. We don't have to find out the information they've already found. Like I'm not here creating electricity to charge this laptop and figuring out how the internet works so that I can get on this call. I'm just using it because it is. Thank you, mentors. Thank you, Einstein. Thank you whoever invented the internet. I don't know who that is, but you know, they've done the hard work so that we can grow and progress. I find it ridiculous when people go, no, I don't need your help. I'm doing this on my own. It's like, okay, I understand you want the challenge and you want to figure things out. I totally get that. That's not a problem, but the ego that we have to reject mentors, to reject help, to reject guidance is only self-sabotaging. <clears throat> so get yourself a mentor. Tip four is finding a community. Now, again, this can be a community in different areas, but doing things solo can get tiresome. It can get lonesome. I mean, I, I chose to go traveling and the good thing about traveling is you learn how to make friends quickly and you, you're always going, but you don't really stick around people too long. And there's very, very few. Actually, I never met any other traveler who was on my same path, who was learning how to trade Forex. So, you know, it's, it can be lonely, but you need to find that community. You need to have people to bounce ideas off. You need to have people who can share your struggles, who can grow with. So you want a mentor who is one up so you can get a hand up. You want a community of people who are sort of around you to support you, who are on the same path as you, who are guiding you. And then once you've started to progress, I always suggest putting a hand down to one or two people or however many you can handle <clears throat> to try and bring them up. And you don't have to go and help everyone. You just have one hand up to your mentor, one hand down mentoring someone and then guide them to do the same. So eventually we're just pulling each other up this ladder of success. So find a community that's going to support you. <clears throat> then we have multiple streams of income. So we get brought up in the ideology of get a job, work hard, go home buy a house, retire, right? One income. But that's just not the way it's going to work anymore. You need to have multiple sources of income. And I'm not saying <clears throat> go work for jobs, but learn how to utilize your skills. Learn how to grow and develop. You know, take your job and then build a side hustle. Take the money from the side hustle, put it into investments, maybe get a property and split, rent it, whatever your method is, but find ways to get multiple sources of income. Definitely have a main focus on one, but don't just settle there. Don't just settle on, I've got this and it's going to raise me to the roof because if anything happens, if there's any breakdown, if there's any random occurrence that we can't foresee, you could be up shit creek without a paddle real quick. But if you've got other things that trickle feed money, it doesn't even have to be much, you know, a hundred, couple hundred dollars a month here from two or three other incomes, it puts you a world above others and it gives you the safety and the psychological safety of it's okay if this fails i still have this it's kind of like having reserves you know having a backup 
So <clears throat> one I've got here is routine. And this is number six for me is routine. Now this is, it's hard to say routine because I, again, I don't want you to get caught up in the nine to five routine of wake up at this time, go to work at this time, come home, have dinner, go to bed, learn yourself, understand who you are and get a routine to that. When I started traveling, I was speaking to a personal trainer who was at the gym that I joined, the first gym I ever joined at 25. And I was like, I'm never really into gym sort of stuff. I like sports, but as a traveler, I can't do sport. And I tend to just, I don't know, get really fit and healthy for three, four months. And then I just let it go for three, four, five, six months. And then I get fit and healthy for three, four months. And he's like, she, it was like, you know what? That is your routine. If you keep doing that, it's not the end of the world that you're not going to the gym every day and having a daily routine. Maybe you are a different nature. Maybe your cycle is different. Maybe you've got three, four months at the gym, which you get really fit in, and then you can indulge for three, four months. But you know that when you start to get overweight and you start to lose that fitness, you go back. I mean, she said, it's not might not be the best routine, but it's your routine. And as long as you stick to it, that's all that matters because it keeps you moving forward. And I thought that was really profound. And so having a routine, whether it's nine to five, get up, wake up at this time, have your coffee at this time and it's, you know, to the minute or whether it's for this month, I'm working solely on this project and I know that after that I can do, move to this one or, you know, I'm going to eat no carbs for six months and then I can go and eat cake for six months. I don't know, whatever it is to you, but just decide what that is and be conscious of it so that you can actually move forward relative to that routine that you have. Keep, keep you sort of guided. And now the last one's a healthy balance. This is always something I struggle to um, to do, finding that balance between spirituality, emotional balance, physical balance, and mental balance. And one thing that I've learned, which I'm just going to finish off here today, is <clears throat> that there's a theory called five five hobbies. I think it's called, and this is tends to be a good way to keep that healthy balance. So the five hobbies states that you should have five hobbies, right? One to make you money, one to keep you in shape, one to build your knowledge, one to keep you creative, and one to evolve your mindset. And I think you can bring mindset into spirituality as well a bit. And, you know, if you want to meditate or whatever, you know, you might have a hobby to meditate, you might have a hobby to read, you might play a musical instrument, you might jog, and then you might trade. That could be your five hobbies. Um, but just making sure that you've got one for each of those levels. So I found that quite an interesting concept. So the five hobbies, one to make you money. So for me, that's trading. One to keep you in shape. For me, that's jogging. One to build your knowledge. I mean, it's writing and reading. One to keep you creative. I mean, it's playing guitar. And one to evolve your mindset. And that for me, that's doing these podcasts. You know, I really enjoy jumping on these calls, sharing my information, sharing my knowledge. Um, but in order to keep providing information and knowledge, I have to keep learning. If I stop learning, how can I teach? How can I share? How can I grow? So I, f I found an interesting concept, but these are sort of my seven aspects or tips and tricks if you really want to become successful. And that's knowing your why, finding something you're passionate about, getting a mentor, finding a community, having multiple sources of income, creating a routine and knowing what your routine is relative to you. And of course, getting those five hobbies, one for a healthy balance. So one for money, one for getting in shape, one for your knowledge, one for keeping you creative and one for your mindset. So just thought I'd start the week with something slightly different, just kind of a bit of a layout of um, guidance that I've been using 
for myself for the past, I don't know, a couple of years that's been proving to be helpful. Obviously, I come and go with this information. And, you know, sometimes I'm on point, sometimes I'm well off point and have to find my feet again. But it's just a general guide which I've used and has been um, quite helpful to me. So I thought I'd share that. Tomorrow, I'll talk more about identity, um, but more so identity as a trader. And then maybe Wednesday, we can talk about identity as a whole and what it means to really understand how important it is. How important it is for you to know who you are, as in who do I identify as? Who who do I want to tell the world that I am? But we'll touch on that tomorrow. For now, we shall get trading. Start of the week. Another fresh, fresh sheet of uh, charts. Whatever happened last week, you can forget about it. You know, trade with probability, irrelevant of past experiences. Take your knowledge, start fresh, clean mind. Let's see if we can get some points. So to my traders, I'll see you in a second. And to everyone listening on the podcast or not trading with us, I shall speak to you tomorrow. But again, I love you all. I hope you have a fantastic day and enjoyed your weekend. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Bye.